Welcome to the Gritty Hour. Time to get down to the nitty gritty. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Gritty Hour, Season 3, Episode 2. And I'm here with the esteemed guest, Felice Manzi, who has been on several times in the past. And we're going to talk about the state of things today, Philly. The state of the state. I know you're not really an opinionated guy. No. But we'll try and uh, I force myself. squeeze some ideas out of your head. Okay. All right. So how are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm yeah. doing good. Feeling all right? I uh, feel pretty good for a guy my age. I know you're going to Florida in the next couple of days. Going to Florida Thursday for three months. A little, little uh, winter respite. Yeah. That I think I deserve. I'm going to do some uh, skeet shooting and... Um, well, beach time. Though I'm not a big beach goer, but I like warm weather. But mm-hmm. sitting on a beach is not a big deal for me. Nothing like wearing a t-shirt in February. That's a true story. Yeah. So, what? How do you feel about all the goings on in the world today? I'm confused. I'm. Uh, I'm. Uh, I, I got thinking about it the other day, and I and I'm just baffled about what's happened in the last couple three years. That it's like watching the Onion. The, the uh, satirical newspaper? Yeah, it's yeah. like being on Saturday Night Live. We have $4 trillion worth of debt. Does not seem to be a concern for everybody. And $4 trillion, and I just saw last night, they're going to spend $21 million to change the name of military installations that were named after Confederate generals. Now, that may be a worthwhile thing to do, but when we have $4 trillion worth of debt, well, uh, it's funny, not funny. The Republican Party doesn't seem to be overly concerned about it. And the Democratic Party seems to be all about pushing money into the military to fund the Ukraine. They're worried about the Ukrainian border, but not our border. Which it's, is a, a role reversal of uh, gigantic proportions. I think, I think every government department should, be, should be, take a 15% cut and every federal employee should take a an 18% cut across the board. Everybody, all of them, everything. Oh, you're winning fans left and right here on the podcast. Well, um, <laughs> look at, um, we discussed, we talked about this once before, about the insanity of that nothing ever changes. The Department of Education was established under Jimmy Carter's administration, and every year, test scores go down, and, and every year, <laughs> they get more money. So they're, they're funding failure. And on it goes. Yeah, I've been doing a couple episodes uh, with teachers on that very subject, you know, being not in the education system. I'm just curious what the hell the problem is, you know. And a lot of that COVID money that schools got, teachers, a lot of teachers went on vacation with. It was on the news last night. Hmm. Well, it's uh, it seems like the parties, you know, when you resign, when, when you come to the realization that the Republican Party and the Democratic Party are the same party, a lot of things start to make sense. Right. You know? it, 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 it's, a, it, it's, a, it's, it's to keep your mind off the fact that they're just printing money. And, and the end, it has to be nearer. has to be nearer. Yeah. When, when no, no society, no country in the world ever printed. You know the, that Janet Yellen, a year ago, she said this, this inflation was a surprise to her. They're printing money, and they stopped it, and they stopped drilling for oil. I was a cement mason, and it wasn't a surprise to me. <laughs> How did they catch her off guard? 
she's 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 the boss here. She's a smart lady. Well, she eats the cornflakes while she's reading the paper, so she might have missed an article or two. You know, <laughs> this game is a surprise to me. Yes. Yeah, we used to, you stop the XL pipeline and you stop uh, handing out oil permits and you started printing money and inflation set in. <laughs> yes, it doesn't take a mathematical genius or an economic economist to figure it out. Right. Uh, the causes of the inflation. But, and uh, and have our have our immigration laws been revoked? No, they're being circumvented, but they haven't been revoked. Five million people. No, nobody, 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 nobody uh, has a physical. Nobody's has is vetted. They're coming from 120 different countries. What are your chances that out of four million people, there's some people that are coming here that want to bring harm to America? <laughs> you say that's a fair. There's a fair amount. I read the other day. I don't know the validity validity of it, but uh, apparently some Russian men flew to Mexico somehow, got to Mexico, and tried to get over the border through Mexico. Guys are trying to avoid from Russia. They're trying to avoid going in in the army, avoiding the conscription. Yeah. Now we had it easy. All you do is walk to Canada. <laughs> These poor bastards have to fly halfway around the world. We're probably going to sub- we're probably going to give them that money they spent. If they they show a legitimate ticket, we'll reimburse. Them. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, I'm uh not to get you off track. I know you have any uh, things you want to talk about, but I, I'm astounded at how bad the Russian army is. Well, you know what I th- I think it is. There's so much corruption in the Soviet in the in Russia mm-hmm. that. Money that was supposed to be for carburetors for their for their tanks got diverted to some <laughs> oligarchs' um, yacht. That's what I think's happened in, in Russia. It's it's so corrupt. Yeah. I mean, it, ma- it makes us look good. Makes them a paper tiger, really. I know. Not not good at all. Not uh, the, the, nobody wants to be there. The the conscripts don't don't want to fight. They're and they say they're tracing a lot of these guys through their cell phones. If they're t- yeah, if they're taking T seventy twos out of mort balls, you can ask the uh, Iranian, Iranian, Iraqis uh, how good the T seventy two is versus the M one Abrams. Not not a match. Uh, not really. No. It was it was a good match against the Sherman tanks in the Second World War, but they've they failed. They have faltered since. Well, they, they didn't really fight against the Shermans. Yeah, I think I think it's they just- would have if Patton had his way, but. <clears throat> I think I think it's just a lot of corruption in the Soviet Union. Money, money, money is being stolen. It's not going to where it's directed. In. Yeah. Can you can you say that's not the case here? <laughs> um. Well, yeah. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot of there's a lot of corruption in, in obviously in this country. Yes. Any government that spends money on anything will have corruption attached to it. Yeah. yeah. Because it's a, it's 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 you know you work for the government. Your boss is not really your boss. He's not paying you. He's not paying you the money he earned. Right. Yeah. He He's your pal. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's have a barbecue Friday. Mm-hmm. Nobody can't come to work. We'll figure it out. Because <laughs> it's not really anybody's money. It's not really his money he's paying you with. Exactly it. right. It's your money. And that's and that's whether it's a town, a village, a county, state, anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. Great countries come and great countries go. And, uh, and I, you know... My my nephew tells me, Uncle, you're old and you're and you're carrying the sign. The end is near. I I try not. I try to stay away from that. But I think we're in a lot of trouble. I think there's there's there's. If you look, you Google these FBI 
head of these FBI agents, head of the CIA, they're worth $20, $30 million. They got a $160,000 job and they're worth $14 million. Mm -hmm. The head of the FBI is worth $23 million. Yeah. General Miley or Millie, and who was the who's the head of the Joint Chiefs and Lloyd Austin Department of Defense of Defense left eighty one billion dollars worth of military hardware in Afghanistan. If a Lance Corporal in the Marine Corps lost his M fourteen or his M sixteen, he'd be court martial. Mm-hmm. So I think. Somebody got paid to leave that there. Oh, yeah. Somebody, somebody's got a Swiss bank account with maybe 15 cents on a dollar, which oh. is still a lot of money. It's the military industrial complex. Yes. You leave $81 billion worth of armaments behind, you're going to have to replace that. Correct. You got to make it again. Right. And the only thing worse than that is the uh, environmental industrial complex. It's getting there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. I hate, I hate to be a cynic, but I'm, I, I think I think I'm a realist. Yeah. No, everything you're saying makes sense. You know, a, uh, there's a lot of confusion on purpose out there. You know, um, it's funny. I heard the other day somebody say somewhere, you know, you get bombarded with so much information, just st- stuck out. She said she was looking for the day when politics was boring again. And nobody cared. Like Eisenhower's. But now, sure. now it's like a now it's like a national pastime. It's yeah. people care more about politics than they do about baseball and football now. Yeah. Remember the joke in the fifties when Eisenhower, the Eisenhower dial, you wind it up, it does nothing for eight years. That was it. Oh yeah, I remember that. I'm joke. proud to say I wasn't around during the Eisenhower. I, I remember that joke when I was a kid because my father didn't like my father was a Democrat. He didn't like Eisenhower, but I thought I thought Eisenhower was a good general. I thought he was. a I thought he was he was a good president, but well, it was hard to not have a good eight year stretch considering the position we were in post World War II. Everybody was making money in the fifties. Well, sure, you know, great time construction. Everybody worked, but can, you have to consider where we were as a nation. You know, where, where Europe was as a nation, as a collective over there in other parts of the world in Asia. This was the only country that uh, was stable enough to have a good economy. No. You know, and, and then we were the chief exporter of everything, including money to Europe to rebuild Europe. I always get a kick out of the fact that you know, you get a strong wind here in Millbrook, New York, and the power goes out. But all the lines, since they had to rebuild Europe under the Marshall Plan that the American taxpayer predominantly paid for, all the lines are buried. It would cost the fortune to bury the lines here. Right. And and uh, and uh, America has been taking care of Europe's defense for the last fifty years. And people say, "Geez, I saw a, a thing on uh, in France. Boy, beautiful new buses and trains." That, that's because they don't spend any money on defense. We take care of their defense. We would have nice buses too. Yeah. Oh, we got nice buses. Yeah. Yeah. When's the last time you were on a bus? <laughs> I haven't been on a bus in uh, probably thirty-five years. I took a bus from. Uh, uh, Chris, uh, Corpus Christi, Texas to Memphis, Tennessee. Uh-huh. She was like being in a gulag. God yeah. almighty. <laughs> so uh, usually we record our podcasts uh, um, around 5 o'clock at night, 5.30 at night. Right. 
and uh, here we are uh, at the break of dawn. So I'm having my coffee, and I'm not maybe maybe not as uh, alert alert as I usually are. Well, we had to, we had to bump it up because of my de- uh, Florida departure. You're going to Florida. That's well worth getting up. You know, I have to, my friend. Uh, See, I'm a morning. My, like my friend Mike said the other day, I'm a morning person as long as it starts at around noon. <laughs> <laughs> I like to, I, I like to I get more things done if I get up early. But. All right. Well, it's all right. There's nothing wrong. The early bird catches the worm. That's what you're saying. I like paying people to go get that worm for me. That's another good another good thought. Yeah. So what else is on your mind? What, my, I, I distracted you with the Ukraine. No, um, what, when, when, when did when did when did when did they pass a law that money didn't have to be paid back? And when and when was shoplifting made not a crime? Mm-hmm. A couple other things in the news lately. Yeah, yeah. Kids, kids just go in stores and and and, and grab stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See that guy in Louisiana shot that kid. He had a toy gun. And came in restaurant robbing people. Yeah, and then he shot the guy. By that was nine. in Texas. Texas. Yeah, he, he shot the guy nine times and then took the money out of his pocket and gave it back to the people. Yeah, saw that. Mm-hmm. More of that. Um, people think about robbing people in restaurants. Well, this is what happens when you don't prosecute crimes and you tolerate. I said this to you one of the first times you were on this podcast, 60, 70 years ago. Defining Deviancy Down by Patrick Moynihan. It's yes. well worth the read. I read it. Yeah. And you know, my, my sister was in a restaurant in Boston. This was in the maybe this early, late 60s, early 70s. Guys came in with shotguns and robbed everybody in the restaurant. Yeah. I think they were mobsters, though. They weren't um, young kids just looking for drug money. Yeah. Well, whatever the motivation, the results are the same. Yeah. You know. But so uh, former Vice President Joe Biden went down to the border recently. He did. He's in the he, as we're recording. Uh, what time is it? Five thirty in the morning or ten thirty? He's down in Mexico as we're recording. Godspeed to him. And I noticed they cleaned out El Paso in anticipation of his arrival down there. They had to clean up for him winter. They cleaned out everyone. They're all in the church praying that they won't get expeditedly sent back. And sure enough, the streets are empty in El Paso. Um, it, it doesn't. Um, it doesn't. It doesn't ring. It doesn't ring real true. That's need, my friend of Florida. Need, need your phone. Um, it, they go. They send a crew down there to clean up, and then he goes down and he makes a yeah makes a stunt. It's mm-hmm. like Saturday Night Live. He didn't see any of the migrants. No, there. he didn't, didn't see any of the any of the illegal aliens. Um. Hey Ray, I got to call you back. Sorry. Okay, I'll call you back in about 20 minutes. Thank you. Um, now he's got to sign releases on the podcast. <laughs> that's my friend down in Fl- in FLA, Ray Gallup from, uh, he's a, was is he, a- Is he picking you up at the airport? No, my friend, he was picking me up. This guy was, this guy from Illinois was a union coal miner. Mm-hmm. Most of his life. Yeah. yeah. And now he's, then he was a, he worked in a refinery. Um, but where were we? Um, Talking about former Vice President Joe Biden going down the, the border. Now he's on the other side of the border in Mexico. I'm sure he has his finger right on the pulse. He's probably begging somebody down there to stop the pedestrians coming up. I really don't think he knows this is going on. You know, Joe Biden was a, was a moderate, not not a 
But you know, he must have had. He was. He's been in there for fifty years. He must. He must have had some sort of charisma. He must have had something to stay in office for fifty years. I don't see it. Correct. Well, the people in Delaware have seemed to like him. That's where they voted him over and over again. But I don't think I, he was not. This agenda that he's pushing now is a socialist agenda. I don't think he he's he's aware of it. Democrats are socialists. Socialists are are Marxists. The only difference between a socialist and a Marxist is a timeline. Mm -hmm. Ask anybody that that claims to be a socialist. Ask them to name one product that came came to market in a socialist economy. One product. Mm -hmm. There isn't any. Sputnik. Except the AK forty seven. Sputnik. Sputnik. Well, that wasn't that wasn't a big consumer item. <laughs> no. <laughs> Correct. It made a splash. Made a splash, but yeah. no, not any products. Photography, television, radio, all came through free market capitalism. Yes. And and no and no socialists can argue with that. No. Socialism is, is is false equity. Well, who really would work voluntarily? You know, you have to have incentive to get up out of bed and go to work. Usually, usually hunger is a good incentive. To eat is is you know, one. Is or getting warm. wet when it rains, you know that kind of thing. <laughs> You know, yeah. and, 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 and look at look at um, look when the, the third most powerful office in America did after Trump finished his state, his first State of the Union address, she stood behind him and ripped it up. Yeah. Was that unity? Was that bringing the country together? The no. third most powerful person in our government. Mm hmm. Well, it was a show of uh, stupidity. Just, it was just a yeah, it was a bandstanding, grandstanding, whatever you want to call it. I just, I just found that, and then, then you hear her talk about unity. We have to bring the country together. Yeah, bizarre old world. It is indeed, it is indeed. But she's a uh, very powerful lady, or was. She's an old soldier, hopefully in the process of fading away. Well, let's hope so, as uh, MacArthur said, right? Yeah. So. Um, what else is going on? Um, well, I don't know. I'm like I said. I'm I'm uh, I'm worried for my. I don't have children, but I'm worried about my nieces and nephews. I think I, I think the, I think the country's in trouble. But great countries last 250, 300 years, and then they 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 die from within. And I think that's what I think that's what's happening. Yeah, we have a lot of things going for us, though. Oh, oh I hope you're right. I hope you're right, and I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. It's uh, where the best dream man has ever dreamed, as Randy Newman said. <laughs> um, I think you're right, but I think you know it seems it, it, it seems that everybody is just grabbing as much as they can because they know the, the curtain's coming down. Yeah. Well, yesterday I happened to be. I'm trying to catch up to that Artemis. Artemis, you know that. Mission around the moon and back. I'm not. I'm not familiar with that. That rocket they sent around the room, around the moon. Okay. You no, know, didn't make much news because you know we, we already been on the moon, but um, they want to send people back to the moon in a couple of years. Well, that's the point I wanted to make was they had all these plans for sending a manned spacecraft in two years around the moon. Why? I don't know. They were already landed on the moon, as they say. And then uh, eventually build a, a space station on the moon. 
that they can launch stuff deeper into space. I think it's a fine thing to do. But my point, the point I'm making is um, they have plans for the future, you know. So there's somebody thinks there's a future. I think, yeah, well, yeah, obviously, I think it's a fine thing to do if we didn't have forty trillion, thirty trillion dollars worth of debt. It's a great plan. Yeah. Not to borrow money. I think it's a great to have a, a field of a Department of Interior. Not when we have this much debt. Mm -hmm. Department of Interior does a lot of work, though. They maintain Gettysburg National Park. And I bet you everybody that works there is overpaid. I don't know. I'm sure all these people do do things, but we're borrowing money to do them, which doesn't make. I'm, I'm saying a, someone's overpaid is relative, you know. I know. You ask the person who's getting the paycheck if he's overpaid, and he might have a differing opinion. You know? But um, in the government, there's money well spent and there's money flitted away. Yes. Yeah. I, you look at FEMA. I think FEMA was more productive when 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 FEMA when neighbors and churches were FEMA. Every time you see a guy on FEMA filling up a filling up a generator, there's five guys in Washington ordering gas cans. Uh -huh. Spark plugs. <laughs> FEMA used to be done by churches and, and neighbors. You mean the, the charity, the right. disaster recoveries? Right. Yeah. Now there's now there's a whole bureaucracy. Well the government, yeah. The government is in has many tentacles and they're in many things that I believe shouldn't be they shouldn't be involved in. When did the FBI start being picking, politicized? Picking picking who should be president. Yeah, what do you think of the Twitter files that have been coming out recently? It seems there's been, there was a, um, a definitely people in the Justice Department, the FBI specifically, that were in cahoots with people that worked at Twitter to get seems like conservative voices stifled on Twitter, namely the New York Post, a major newspaper in the United right. States for a month, what, six weeks before the election, two months before the election, right. they had their account closed. Yeah. Trump, nobody, no American GIs died under Trump. That peace is not good for the military-industrial complex. Missiles are good for the military-industrial complex. You, if you if you go back and look at these senators and congresspeople, how many the stocks their stock portfolio and general dynamics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. they all get rich. Yeah. It, 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 it was scary. So they had to get rid of Trump. Trump was not good <coughs> for, the, for, for the for the. Well, it doesn't seem like a lot of people. I mean, even the Twitter files are reaching. The main mainstream media for what mainstream media's work, which isn't much nowadays, but um, even some of the Twitter files came out into the mainstream media. Not all of them; they still stifle some of them. They don't really push pedal to the metal on the FBI thing, getting involved in Twitter and other social media outlets. But um, it doesn't seem anybody's willing to make that grand leap. Well, if they're going to do, if they're willing, if they are capable of doing that, stifling in a major national paper and other groups, can they rig an election? No one seems to want to take that next step. Like, you're an idiot if you think he, he won that election legitimately. 
when when did election day become election month? All right. So the Republicans haven't won an election since it's become election month. Yeah. yeah. And if you look at these FBI guys, these CIA guys, most a lot of them at one time or another worked for uh, General Dynamics, Raytheon, all these big. The scary thing, though, is really is um, even if even if this information does trickle into the mainstream media about the Twitter files, they're not willing to take that extra step. Well, if the if the a government agency is willing to do that, can a government agency like the FBI rig an election? Mm-hmm. No one wants to ask that question in the mainstream because they've already set up all of these false flags. You know, you're a radical if you think. The election was fixed. I mean, I think the election was fixed. Of course, it was. I think I think Dewey defeated Truman. I think Nixon defeated Kennedy. Yeah. I think I think Gore defeated Bush. But you know, all things being equal. But anyway, the point I'm making is, I think they just assumed he wasn't going to win in 2016, and was shocked when he did. And then they made damn sure he didn't win in 2020. It was supposed to be eight years of Obama and then eight years of Hillary, Mm -hmm. and along comes Trump. Mm-hmm. The cement mason from Queens, and 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 blows everything apart. The, the 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 Marxists would have been so entrenched after 16 years of those two, nothing would have been rectified. Well, you already know I'm not a big Trump fan, so I object to him being called a cement mason. I don't think he ever got his hands dirty ever. Well, I'm not. I I, th- I think Trump is done. I think he's over. I think he should be the kingmaker, not the king. I think he should support DeSantis. He's too old. It's done. He's 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 too easy of a guy to well, dislike. Well, if he's too old and he's five years younger than former Vice President Biden, then what makes Biden? Biden's an inv- invalid. He's going to be eighty-two. He's an invalid. Yeah. He doesn't know where the bathroom is. Come on. <laughs> he's got to go. And 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 I think Trump should, and I want Trump to do the same thing. I like his program. What I, I love think- about you is you're not willing to be too harsh. Well. <laughs> Don't you? I look at he did a good job. He he made he made NATO pay their fair share. No Marines lost their legs. He 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 black, Hispanic, every all the employment records were up. He did a good job, but he's a he's a he's not presidential. He's a he's a, blow, a he's a blowhard. But he, he he did surround himself with capable people in his administration. He's what they call an Italian a gabon. Mm-hmm. I like I like what he did. If he if he runs, if he gets the nomination, I'll vote for him. I hope he doesn't get the nomination. I understand that. I understand that. I think um, I think DeSantis is, is 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 the guy. Yeah. How do you like Ron Paul, by the way? I like Ron Paul. I think he's a um, bright guy. I think he's a he, he's considered a um, what is he? A libertarian. A libertarian. But he caucuses with the. He's a Republican. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like him a lot. Mm-hmm. But he's a Republican. The way Bernie Sanders is a Democrat, he's basically a libertarian that hangs out in the Republican Party. You notice that Bernie Sanders never says anything bad about millionaires. He always uses billionaires because he's now a millionaire. So he's very careful when it comes to that. Well, these uh, these these billionaires. Yeah, you are. Yeah. Um, I think he's done too. He's I don't know how old he is, but I think so. And, and Joe Biden's thing. Joe Biden's going to run again. Well, the last I heard, he might be dumping Kamala Harris in favor of either Hillary or Michelle Obama or somebody. Or Pete Buttigieg. Uh, yeah. So I think I think uh, 
a lot of people like Mrs. Obama. Mm -hmm. I know she's. Well, she has a good following. I don't know how confident she is. Well, politically, uh, obviously, let's face it, being a first lady is a political position also. Mm -hmm. You're advancing your husband's agenda or your spouse's agenda. So I guess she has some experience. But she does have a, you know, there is a lot of people that like her. So it's probably not the worst move. But, um, I mean, the guy's going to be 82 in 2024. He's, 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 uh, Shabid, you know what Shabid means? No. Shabid means at the time when you're baptized. I'm not even sure what Gabon means. Gabon's a, 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 a guy from the mountains, a, a goober. But you know, when, uh. you're, when you're baptized, they put salt on you. And like, she didn't get enough salt put on her. So she's Shabid. She's not quite ready. Not quite ready. That's well, what, yeah, yeah. That's what you tell you. When some, when some food is not right, they would say it's a Shabid. It needs a little salt. Well, you asked me the other day, how did we get to where we are in such a short period of time? as a country, you know, where parents are defending, they're trying to fight for their kids and against these school boards all around the country. You have issues that are nonsensical being fought out in the public discourse and the real problems like you've started out the thing with the deficit are not being talked about, you know? Seems like we were a normal country 30, 40 years ago. Well, yeah. yeah. And now it's now it's absolutely normal cool. in a relative sense. Well, I mean, yeah. look at I'm. I, I think there's two genders. Call me crazy. I'm for borders. If you don't have a border, you don't have a you don't have a country. You just can't. You just can't have 92 languages in a country. You can't. That's Cougarville. Well, they have two in Canada. They get along pretty good. Yeah, they 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 fight a lot too. The the the, the French speakers and the. English speakers. English speakers. But I don't know. It, it seems like when I, 40 years ago, when, you know, 50 years ago, when I got in the Navy, the world was fairly normal. Now there's this, this, um, buying it, this, this trans, I don't even understand this, this transgender thing. I don't understand why there's a, I saw a guy in Tokyo, his wife took their son away. She wants to have him chemically castrated and he's trying to stop it. Yeah. I mean, if you cut your dauber off, there's something the matter with you. Mm-hmm. If you cut your finger off, 50 years ago, they put you on Hudson River. That guy, that sport, that guy was a triathlon. What's his name in California? Not the Kardashian, but the father there. He cut his dick off. That's Cuckooville. Yeah. Well, he was on a Wheaties box. <laughs> Maybe you can tie it all to Wheaties somehow. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I'm, it baffles me. I don't. Now they say there's 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 25 different genders. I mean, being that it's 1:30 in the morning, I can't think of the guy's name. Um, um, Bruce Jenner. Bruce Jenner. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's become a poster boy for whatever. Either, poster I, girl, I guess. Did I ever tell you? Ten ten years ago, I I I drove down Manhattan, parked in a in a parking garage, I had about four block walk to. I was meeting a guy to shoot a game of pool up on on the upper uh, west side, and 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 a young girl stops me and said, "Excuse me, sir, I'm doing an interview. Can you tell me what do you think about uh, same sex marriage?" And I said, "Well, um, I don't I don't care what people do, but, but I, I'm I think I, I don't believe that 
same-sex people should be raised. I'm not gay. What do you want to do? I don't care. It's none of my business. So before I got to the next block, another girl stopped me. Then I noticed there was two or three of these girls on every corner. So when I got to the pool, I had about a 10-minute wait. And I'm asked, so the girl said to me, do you believe in same-sex marriage? I said, no. I said, do you believe in brothers marrying sisters? She said, well, that's kind of weird. Well, yeah. Do you, I said, do you believe in four, <laughs> Do you believe in 45-year-old men marrying 12-year-old boys? She said, well, no. I said, well, you know, I believe 6,000 years of Judeo-Christian beliefs that men married women. Mm-hmm. But you don't believe in men marrying boys. What's the matter with you? Are you stick a, stuck a mud in the stick, what do they call it? I said, well, what, if what if they love each other? Don't you think uh, same-sex couples should be subjected to the same trials as, as uh, heterosexual <laughs> couples? <laughs> I don't know. But, this, but my point was, then a guy came over and said, to I'd love girl, to know the divorce rate in, in the same-sex relationships, the marriages. Good point. I'd love to know if it's consistent with heterosexual ones or not. Probably just curious. But, but a guy came over and said to me, to the girl, is he bothering you? I said, I just asked her a couple of questions. So this guy had all these. Well, every corner covered. Yes. This, yes. And, and there was one guy that was. Orchestrating uh, the whole thing. Like a, like a, like a pimp. And, and was telling <laughs> okay. these girls what to do. Mm-hmm. And I said, Jesus. And where was this? Upper West Side? Upper West Side. This was maybe 12, 13, 14 years ago. Well, your, your opinion. I don't want to make generalities, but I think your opinion would probably be predestined. Your your uh, poll results, if you pick a specific neighborhood like that. Yeah, um, maybe that's what they're looking for. But mm-hmm. the, the whole thing confuses me. Are, are there more? Are there more people that are that are born male and should have been female, or the other that now than there were 30, 40 years ago? Mm. Well, I guess if you want my opinion, you didn't ask for it, but you know, I'll take it. Um, it falls under the same. You know, whatever floats your boat, you know, if you think you were a female, go for it. But I just think what I object to is the is the indoctrination to people underage right. to this subject matter. You know, you have to be old enough to be consensual enough to make your own decision. However, you become an adult and you feel like you were a man, you felt like you were should be a woman, go for it. Who cares? The hell do I care? Right. You know. This has nothing to do with me whatsoever. It seems to me that the, the same-sex marriage was just the opening salvo. What what I think these people really want is lowering the age of consent. That's what I think is the motivator. I could be wrong. I hope you are. You know, but I see all these school boards, um, all these parents around the country, all different parts of the country, going to these school boards to. I, you know, you have to, what the real question is, you have to figure out why these people are running for school board and, you know, why do they want to be on the school board? Do they have a kid in the school or do they have an agenda they want to put into the school? Then it's a conspiracy. Yeah. You know, if it's just, you know, Joe Smith has a son in grammar school, so he want to try and be on the school board, that makes sense. But, uh you know, if some of these people in the school board don't have kids in the school, you have to ask yourself why the hell you want to be a school board member. Yeah. I'm just glad that I'm on me way out, not on me way in. Yeah, when I put something down, it rolls now. 
<laughs> I don't know, like I said, I don't have children, but um, um, the world the, the, the world is confusing. Yeah, I feel bad because I certainly wouldn't want to be a teenager in this society. Um, not just but what we were just talking about, but everything, you know. But um, it just in terms of uh, what we just talked about, who that? What? Why the hell does anybody care? You know, if someone becomes a man who was a woman. Or someone's a woman becomes a man, or did I just say the same thing twice? Yeah, I don't care. But the point is, does it diminish your life at all? No. You know? So it shouldn't be anybody's concern except for the person doing the doing the It is baffling, but it doesn't concern me. Right. That's the way I look at it. You what know? you eat doesn't move my bowels. <laughs> so what an analogy. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't really care. Yeah. I've just, um, you know, you're I'm, blessed to live in this country, Philly. That's my opinion. I am blessed to live in this country, and I was blessed to be, to, to, to be brought up, born and brought up in a, in, in a little place like Newark, New York. I would rather be in this country for all its faults than any place else in the world. I've been I've been 35 countries, and I and I'd rather be here. Yeah. You going to Florida? You're missing the winter. You know, I'll be out here with the aerosol can, trying to keep it warm. Yeah. And you're going down there in the t-shirt. You're welcome. To, you're welcome to come down in for uh, a couple of days. <laughs> Not too long, all right. <laughs> to pack a small bag. I have an extra. I have a two, uh, two, a two bedroom condominium. Well, someone's got to hold the fort down here in the state of New York. You know, that's your job, Mister. Yeah. I'll be checking in on you. Mm-hmm. So, well, I do wish you God Godspeed. Have a good trip. Enjoy yourself. Uh, I know this is sort of an abbreviated uh, thing, but. Uh, did you get everything off your chest? That you um, those yeah, but those things have been those questions have been, have been nagging me for a couple of days. You got it off your chest? Yeah, and I wrote them down to, to, because um, I want you to go to Florida unburdened. I'm I'm unburdened, but I always feel better after um, after talking to you, especially when you tell me that it doesn't matter because there's no difference between Democrats and Republicans. I think once you come to that realization, and God bless the Democrats and the Republicans, but you're in the same party. You don't even know it. George Wallace said there's not a nickel's worth of difference between the two of them. Who said that? George Wallace. Oh, yeah? That was I mean, a hell of a long time ago. He ran for president in, yeah. uh, in the 60s, maybe. Mm -hmm. He was the governor of uh, Alabama, some southern, I can't remember. Mm -hmm. But I, you know, I, was in I was in Mississippi in, in the 60s. Mm-hmm. And um, on that civil rights search, and um, it was it was really bizarre. I mean, it was. You searched for the four people that were murdered. I think there were Cheney, Goodwin, and yeah, there were three or four guys, a couple of black guys, and a couple of guys from New York that were murdered in the Philadelphia, Mississippi. Mm -hmm. And um, there, there were billboards, you know, "Be a man, join the Klan," on 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 highways. Mm -hmm. That was by the probably the tail end of of that. And I was in Memphis. I went to A school in Memphis, and it was just. Well, what do you think about these? My, you said in the beginning of this podcast, they want to tear down the Confederate. Oh, oh rename uh, bases. Bases 
change the names from Democrats. That's fine. Uh, from uh, Confederate. Confederate generals. I think it's fine, but not when we have. They did lose the war, though. You know. Yeah, but yeah. I, take them down, but not not when we we're in forty thirty trillion dollars worth of debt. Well, does it cost money to change the name? Twenty-one million dollars to change the name. Well, don't forget they got to change the actual sign, then they got to change the stationery, then they got to change, you know. Yeah. And 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 it's done by government people who fought. Uh, what's the guy's name now? It's only what time is it? Three thirty in the morning. Yeah. Somebody. Uh, what the hell was his name? Out in uh, Fort. Uh, Fort Sam Houston. Fort uh, Bragg. Well, Sam Houston was. Uh, Texas Mexican War, right? Yeah, Fort Bragg was one of the, but there's a lot of them. Uh, yeah, General Bragg, yes, Confederate General Bragg, that's the one. You're you're a, a, a Civil War buff, so you, yeah. So that's gonna that, that that's what they estimate the cost will be. It'll probably be a two, uh, twenty-two million dollar overrun too. So it'll probably I be, can't I can't tell you how much I hate the word buff. Civil War buff. Is that a bad word? Yeah, to me it's like. There's certain words that drive me up the wall. Never, buff. I'll never use it again. I'll clerk. tell you that. I, mean, I hate the word clerk. Huh. I hate the word buff. A civil war enthusiast. God bless you. I'll never use it again. No, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not offended by it. I just, it's just, it's one of those words that get them under my skin. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were my psychologist. It's only five thirty. Well, it's not. It's not um, if, they, if they're the only things that bother you, um, that's not too bad. <laughs> no, there's a lot of words that bug me, but Clark and Buff, yeah. Um, that's it. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go get another cup of coffee and. Would you? Would you like? Would you? I like, have the entire day in front of me now. Would you, like, would you like me to take you to lunch? I'd be more than happy to buy you lunch. Usually, I I wrap up a podcast and then I uh, go have dinner. We could go to Nucci's. Now I have the whole day in front of me. I was going to take my nephew, well, but I don't think can... the people care where we're going to lunch. Okay. We'll wrap it up. Okay. And I hope you have a great trip, Philly Manzi. I appreciate. And we'll have you back on the show when you get back. Thank you, sir. Well, it would probably be well well into the spring by the time you come back. Okay. Uh, it's my pleasure. Yeah.